updated. This is Karen with NewClevelandRadio.net, and it is time for Heart Mojo with Melinda Smith. And Melinda, you have a very interesting individual on with us. In fact, I was talking to him before we got started because my oldest son introduced me to uh, some of the products, not from your location, um, but he introduced me to them and he showed me how to purchase them and the questions to ask. Now I'm going to be curious if your guest is going to tell me the same thing. So ah. let's go ahead. Well, welcome, Ben Moydell. And you. your company is Chagrin Valley Hemp Company. That's correct. I was introduced to you through a friend um, because my son has some challenges, some issues. And he thought this person thought that it would be helpful to get together with you. And so far it is helping. So that's great. But before we get into your company and what you do, tell us a little bit about you and then how you ended up starting this company. Sure. So first and foremost, I appreciate you having me on and giving me an opportunity to kind of tell my story and a little bit of information about, you know, my business and what we try to do for our community. But uh, I guess uh, who I am, my name is Ben Moydell. I live in Russell Township, so native Northeast Ohioan. Um, I was in the military. Um, I got out in 2007, and as a result of my military service, um, I acquired some disabilities, both mental and physical. Um, and it's it's kind of set my path, right? So it's been one of those those barriers, like a lot of us are. Uh, exposed to or challenged with um, that sort of dictate how I navigate this world. And so, you know, I've been extremely fortunate to have a support system behind me, um, you know, both through my family and the VA healthcare system. Um, so it's enabled me to kind of get where I am today through those challenges. Uh, from a professional standpoint, um, I have a couple of engineering degrees. Uh, and I worked in the aerospace and defense industry for about a decade um, in engineering roles or positions of leadership that helped me to develop certain skill sets that I'm currently able to call back on. And quite frankly, I think make me a better business operator in an industry that even as a consumer, uh, I wasn't quite aware how technical it was, right? So just like everything, right. it's always a little more complicated than you think. So that's that's kind of who I am and, and where I've come from until this point. But what I think is cool, and for anybody watching, is you were in one path, and then things changed, and you were able to use your skills and do something totally different, which is cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. I like and that. I encourage other people to do the same. So tell us a little bit about your company and how, why you started it. And then we'll talk a little more in depth about your products. Sure. Um, so the name of my company is Chagrin Valley Hemp Company. Uh, we're located in the Chagrin Valley of Northeast Ohio, specifically in Auburn Township. And we are a licensed Ohio hemp processor, extractor and products manufacturer. We're also licensed for retail and wholesale distribution of our products that we manufacture. We're also a Ohio Department of Agriculture, Division of Food Safety, Safety Licensed Food Manufacturing and Potable Water Beverage and Bottling Facility. 
We are also a kosher certified facility with nine of our infused products being on what's called our kosher bereave. Mm-hmm. And the name of our kosher council is Star K, which is one of the three most widely recognized uh, kosher councils in the world. So that's kind of the formality or, or nuts and bolts of, of the business, if you will. But, uh, you know, we're a manufacturer. We have control over the raw material product quality, the quality of our people, the quality of our processes to ensure that our customers and the people that choose our products over a different companies are made in a way that don't diminish the quality of everything that goes into them. Um, one of the requirements I think that's important to note for anybody who's listening and kind of evaluating us or just in general, evaluating these types of products and these types of companies that manufacture these products is whether or not they're licensed by the state that they reside in and they're compliant to those requirements, which includes third-party testing. And third-party testing is extremely important, and I hope we touch more on it later. That's what makes a difference with you and then just somebody picking something up at the gas station, for example, or in a department store, right? Big box store. Yeah, that may very well be the case. Um, Your quality. Yeah, it's for us. It's um, it's always people over profit, and so um, you know, um, like I was, you know, telling Karen before the podcast started, um, you know, we're in service to our community above all else, and so um, that means you know our community is comprised of people, not products, and so through our products, we have to consider those people and their hard-earned money and what they hope to achieve from consuming our products. And so that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what I think about every day when I wake up and come into the shop. Which is why I wanted to have you on because I just oh. happened to meet you. You happened to come in when I went to pick up some product yeah. for my son and ended up ultimately getting a little something for me as well because many of my watchers already know I've had a multitude of health issues over the years. And I was really impressed with your philosophy and how you care about the people over and above anything else. You want to make sure you're providing a quality product. I even got to see a little bit in the back. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Thank you. So tell me about the products you carry from hemp on up, because I think the average listener probably doesn't understand the differences and the qualities. I think it's important that we start by defining the plant. And so it, it, by legal definition, falls into kind of two buckets. Uh, and those two buckets are marijuana and hemp, but they're both the cannabis plants. And it's just a legal definition uh, of 0.3% total THC or less. And that is hemp and anything above 0.3% total THC is marijuana. And again, that legal definition that's defined by you know, the regulators within our industry, uh, both on the federal level from the U.S. Department of Agriculture and then on the Ohio Department of Agriculture, but really a state by state basis, depending on what governing body, uh, if that state has a governing program uh, that yeah. defines, you know, what we're able to and we're, we're not able to do. Um, so I think that can cause some confusion for some people. Um But I think it's also important to note that, um, you know, because there are two sides of the plant, there are essentially two different buckets for individuals to pull, right, tools out of. 
so that they can utilize them, right? So uh, in the state of Ohio, we have a medical marijuana control program. Those are typically high THC products or those that are products that are, uh, you know, again, mostly comprised of THC, which is a psychoactive cannabinoid or compound. And then you have the low THC uh, hemp side, which is commonly thought of as like CBD products. Mm -hmm. uh, now, part of that definition and going back is that 0.3% is what's called on a dry weight basis. Uh, so we do manufacture THC containing products that can be psychoactive. And those are more for kind of the recreational consumers uh, or those that are looking for a psychoactive component along with a non-psychoactive component like CBD, because they found that for them and their body, specifically their body chemistry uh, and whatever they need, right? Um, those compounds to assist them with, or right, whatever ailment or difficulty they're facing, those are best suited for them. And then I would say we have kind of a third bucket of health and wellness, which are those non-psychoactive, you know, CBD dominant products that are in product forms that are, that people are already used to using like topicals, mm -hmm. right? Um, like salves and lotions or infused oils that are used uh, under the tongue sublingually as uh, tinctures um, mm -hmm. is the legal term for anything that's alcohol backed. Um, so that's where it can cause quite a bit of confusion. One, because you have the two buckets based on the definition. And also within those two buckets, you have different product categories and segments. And so we really like to focus our attention on, um, you know, the individual. What product form are they most likely going to commit to consuming on a regular basis, right? What are they comfortable with? Um, and because the reality is nothing is a silver bullet or a cure-all or a panacea. And just like with conventional, you know, pharmaceutical medications, you have to be, can, you have to initiate consumption or use, and you have to continue that to build up a certain level within your body, so it mm -hmm. addresses whatever issues you have. So, um, hopefully, that answered your question and gave you a little bit more information. Well, so I think the hardest thing for people to understand is CBD versus something that has a delta eight or a delta. Sure. So, sure. can you touch a little bit more on that? Yeah. So. Those are all what we call cannabinoids, and those are the compounds that are produced within the cannabis plant. And just like you had stated, CBD and Delta-8 THC, or even Delta-9 THC as examples, you've got psychoactive compounds and you have non-psychoactive compounds. Uh, and I guess the best way to equate that to something that most or the average American would, or, you know, viewer would understand or listener is um non-alcoholic versus alcoholic containing um beverages does that make sense yeah and no, so, that's a comparison. yeah and and just for the effects not so much for the impacts that they have on the body because i think a common misconception is that um just because you can't feel it doesn't mean it's not working in fact in our experience most people who consume a non-psychoactive cannabinoid like cbd Mm -hmm. don't actually notice an effect until they discontinue the use if they've committed to using it for a long enough period of time. Now, that's important to note because 
you don't always want to feel the effects. There are times where you do want to feel the effects and you'll incorporate things like Delta-8 or Delta-9 THC or some, some other psychoactive cannabinoid compound. But for a lot of us, we just want to consume products that we don't feel that, again, that are kind of silently working. Um, to make you feel whatever, better. Yeah, in whatever product form we prefer. So I like topicals. Um, because I've got, you know, some issues, a compression inju injury from the military. And so, you know, I've mm -hmm. always had to target that very specific location within my body. And it's always just been easier for me to apply something topically. Well, on my own kind of health and recovery journey, if you will, you know, I've learned obviously from doing a lot of research, but more importantly, learned by doing. So uh, consuming certain products and different forms of products, combining them isolating them so that I can figure out again what works best for me and my body and what I've realized is that I both I need to both ingest it and apply it topically in order to get any reduction in you know my baseline feelings or sensations without having to use like an NSAID pain reliever where other people may just use a topical or they may just use um, you know some sort of infused oil sublingually or under the tongue and then you've got the psychoactive compound right so you've got those deltas uh, that are also produced by the plant both high thc marijuana and low thc hemp uh, that we can extract we can isolate and we can manufacture products out of that are in fact psychoactive and people will in fact feel their effects and that varies person to person right yeah I'm, yeah i was hoping you were going to say that i so this is i think one of the many, well, not many ways, I'm, I'm pretty average. So one of the ways I'd like to think I and the business differs from others is we try to be as honest with ourselves so we can be as honest as we can with others. And you bring up an important point and what I believe is the most important point, and that's that everybody's bodies are different. Um, they're different in a lot of ways that you can see what I think is most important. They're so much more complex and different in ways we cannot see. And that's body chemistry. So that's how your body reacts to taking a product um, of a certain amount for a certain amount of time versus how my body reacts or Karen's reacts. And so mm -hmm. that just being having a really candid conversation about how, um, you know, our bodies differ and just because you may have a friend that recommended it or a loved one that recommended it, or you've been the individual to recommend it to friends and loved ones, it doesn't, uh, it almost certainly doesn't mean that they, there will be an equitable transfer of experience, both on the psychoactive and the non-psychoactive side of using the plant. And so that's, and that's true with alcohol. Some people have a higher tolerance for alcohol. Others, one drink and they're sloshed, right? You got it. And so that's where it's really important for people to, you know, especially on the psychoactive side, you know, going back to kind of our commitment to our community, you know, there are some risks, right? And, and as a mm -hmm. high CHC consumer, you know, somebody who has, um, you know, used cannabis for many, many years, you know, before and after I got out of the service, um, you know, I didn't always have the most functional and productive relationship with psychoactive cannabinoids, right? Specifically THC. And so I've just learned over time about 
how my body reacts to them and how I can successfully incorporate those into my daily routine so I can increase the quality of my life and hopefully increase the quality of the relationships that I have with other people in it. But what you're so, talking about too is just about anything that we use on our body or ingest. It can be, you know, this weekend my son was in town and we went out to eat and we ate later than we normally ate, eat and we had rich food. And on the way home, all three of us, I mean, we were vying for the bathroom. Who's going to, you know, we didn't think about those things beforehand, but typically we do. We know that there are certain foods that affect us. Now, all three of us reacted the exact same way. Typically that doesn't happen, but we have to be mindful and we have to ask the right questions because if I'm taking medication and now I'm going to add something to it, we need to do a little bit of research, don't we, to make sure that they're not going to conflict? Absolutely. And you, um, you suggest if they're coming in and they're on a multitude of medications that they check with their physicians first. Now, the problem with that is most physicians are not going to get on board with any of this other than maybe CBD. Of course, I recommend that, right? So I'd like to think I'm qualified to do a lot of things, but what I'm certainly not qualified to do is give um, medical recommendations to people who are suffering from ailments that quite frankly, a lot of physicians struggle to manage and the individuals most certainly struggle to manage because right. we're kind of overwhelmed, right? Um, and so again, just having an honest conversation uh, between each other, each, you know, whoever comes into our shop specifically um, mm -hmm. and, you know, between with themselves, their loved ones. Um, and I think that's a good opportunity to evaluate whether or not um, you're working with a physician, whether it's their own person within their own personal belief system or not, because a lot of people, you know, I've worked in big corporations and we can be constrained by those systems that have been built to kind of, you know, shield it from its competition and, and its external threats. And, you know, um, you know, the, the, the business of medicine is, medicine is not absolved of, of, you know, those inabilities to have candid conversations about things that aren't conventional in Western medicine. So I always like to say it's, it's a good way to evaluate whether or not you are working with somebody who overall cares about your health and well-being and is kind of willing to put themselves out there, um, regardless of if they believe in it or they utilize it or the institution in which they work for utilizes it. Um, you know, because ultimately when people are suffering, we just want them not to suffer. And, okay. you know, whatever that means for them, so long as they're not hurting their, themselves or somebody else, um, we're all for that. And we encourage, you know, people that come in here when they have those candid conversations with their physicians or their treatment staff or their specialists um, to, to take that as an opportunity to determine if that's how, you know, um, you know, they're viewed in their eyes as well. It's interesting because I used to work in a medical field where I decided what type of skin products for them to use. It was medical skin products. So I had to deep dive into their life. Like what, what soap do you use? What do you wash your hair with? 
What laundry detergent do you use to decide the best of my products that they could use? And you really do the same thing. You ask a lot of questions. You know, your staff knows a lot about what you have. And that is so important because there's so many places you go to. It's just, okay, well, that's what you want here. Here you go. They're not asking the deeper questions. And I really appreciated the fact that you did that when I spoke to you. And I do think it's important that you know, somebody has a good relationship with their doctor so that they can sit down and discuss it. I won't keep a doctor that I can't talk to. I won't either. You've got to be able to have that conversation. Now, I know that CBD is approved for me to use. No, none of my physicians have ever said, no, you can't use that. However, using a Delta 8 or 9 product would fail a drug test. Yes. Right? Yes. So for me, for right now, in my personal situation, it's not an option. But I do know from using, trying it in the past that it can help me. So I'm I'm riding that fine line right now because of where I'm at medically. Mm-hmm. But for somebody coming in, asking the right questions with you, and then being able to discuss it at a reasonable level with their physician is super important. Yeah. And I think you bring up a good point, um, one that definitely needs to be touched on. And that's, you know, there are a lot of people that still are drug tested to maintain full-time gainful employment, right? To Mm -hmm. put food on their table and clothes on their kids' backs or whatever their situation may be, right? Just to improve their lives through their hard work. Um, and so that is a consideration that needs to be made. And that's where, again, trust through transparency and the access to objective evidence, specifically third-party testing of products that are, you know, manufactured by companies like myself that are put out there into the wild, right? For anybody to pick up, it's extremely important that, uh, those labels are accurate. So if it says that it doesn't contain any THC, you know, that, That individual that wants to try that product, um, you know, knows without a shadow of a doubt, right, to the best of their knowledge and hopefully to the most honest people who are manufacturing them, that it won't put them in jeopardy in another aspect of their life that would just create another problem or ailment, right? And so, um, you know, that's where, you know, we're all only as good as that we surround ourselves with, right? Mm -hmm. And that includes who we choose to patron. I tell, I like vote with your dollars. And it's not just about supporting local because, um, you know, while we, you know, we primarily focus on serving our local community, we're most certainly not the only ones across the country that, that are doing this in a way that we believe is, you know, in service to our communities. So, you know, find those people within this industry that care about you, your well-being, but more importantly, can show you the objective evidence that they do what they say and they say what they do. Right. And it's it's hard because you may work for a company who you don't even know because their base isn't in Ohio. In Ohio. Let's say you have medical marijuana in Ohio now, right? Yeah. If it isn't an Ohio-based company, it may break their rules and you'll lose your job anyway even if it's approved for Ohio. And the argument is, well, I have a medical marijuana card. It'll be interesting to see what happens if it does become recreational is coming up on our ballot. But yeah, I mean, people don't realize where their base is in their job. Yeah. And if it's federal, it's never going to be approved. So what happens to an individual who's using 
whether it's your product or someone else's product, and they go to a state where it's not approved, they have to stop taking it? Well, you know, um, just like prohibition, right? Uh, we are okay. where we are because of civil disobedience, right? Yep. So we have to acknowledge kind of the um the natural tendencies of humans right to do what we want so long as we believe we're doing what's right for us um but that's always got a warning statement attached to it right so while i may do one thing because that that's within my comfort level um you know we encourage everybody to do what they believe is within their comfort level so you know speaking between kind of like interstate laws that's that's a difficult topic to sure. sub or uh, topic to address and really kind of drill into. But again, going with a business like ours that's licensed by our state, meets all of our state's requirements, um, you know, has that objective evidence both on our labels and on our website to be viewed readily. Um, you know, most of our products are legal and compliant in all 50 states of the United States. Can you um, fly so, with it? Yeah, there are some restrictions, um, but very few compared to like how many products we actually manufacture and sell. But again, those are questions that we like to have. And those are granular one-on-one -on -one questions, you know, where are you going, you know, things like that. And then we'll never tell anybody what to do. You know, I, I like to speak from my own personal experience. If I were you, this is what I would do and why. And I think that gives people real world perspective that removes kind of the commercial side of things, mm. uh, which is, you know, typically people care more about how much money somebody has in their pocket than whether or not, you know, their needs are being met. Right. Uh, and so having those again, really candid conversations and giving you my personal opinion about what I would do or somebody else would do who's working the shop at the time will hopefully inform or educate inform them enough to make their own educated decision on what they can can or should or should not do you know and that kind of ties back into you know use of certain products cannabis-based products depending on their employment situation you know? well and like i mentioned about flying wasn't uh that didn't that basketball star go to jail in yeah. russia because she had cbd on her uh she had whatever cb cartridges on her Mm -hmm. yeah. So like, um, you know, just, I think situational awareness, if I'm going to call from like my previous life from the military service, you know, just a little situational awareness and research goes a long way. And, you know, we can't always be there to help you mitigate risk, even though we manufacture the products and we want to ensure that, you know, we've done our job to do that as much as we can. You know, the onus really falls on the individual to, again, right you know, have that situational awareness and do enough research to establish whether or not it is or is not legal, but more importantly, it fits within their, uh, their boundaries of, of risk or comfort. Okay. Yeah. So as we move forward, I'm going to touch on this because yeah. I really want your thoughts. Sure. So we're looking at recreational yeah. marijuana now. How will that affect you and how you develop your product line. Will you change your product line for this now? Well, I think um, next to are you hiring, which is like the most flattering question any business owner could be asked. Um, 
you know, that's the, the second most frequent question that I field is when we go recreational in the state of Ohio, what does that mean for you? Or, you know, are you just going to start, you know, selling recreational, you know, high THC products? Um, you know, I, I really wish I had a magic eight ball, even a broken one from my childhood. Um, I suppose if I knew the answer to that question, I wouldn't be sitting here, you know, I'd probably be on a beach somewhere. Um, but I can, I can, I guess, I don't want to say speculate, but I can deductive, deductively reason what I believe is going to happen. And that's, um, it will likely either have no change, right? Um, and these are external forces. And I'll, I'll touch on kind of what the internal impacts will be, because those are the decisions and actions we control. But um, it will likely have no impact on our right business and the industry, right, that our business operates within or that mm -hmm. structure. Um, or it possibly could just, you know, uh, render us redundant, you know. Um, I, although I will say that if you look at Ohio's medical marijuana control program, and I am a medical marijuana patient, and I have been for a long time. Um, you know, a lot of the current medical marijuana dispensaries don't manufacture and sell products like we do. And I think that speaks volumes to kind of where the medical market in Ohio is. And I've had this mm -hmm. kind of saying where it's a, um, a recreational market that requires pre-existing conditions, right? Because it more serves towards the high THC consumer as opposed mm -hmm. to that um, low THC or kind of more um, health and wellness focused, if you will. Now, don't get me wrong. I utilize all of those compounds or cannabinoids for my health and wellness as well. So I think we'll still find a place there, but it's always difficult because you know, you're dealing with a number of, you know, state government entities, right, that have all this skin in the game politically. And then you're dealing with, um, you know, just kind of the general business commercial landscape, which is all about blocking and tackling, you know, for their position as opposed to, you know, what's going to be the impact to the consumer? That's what I care about. So as far as what I believe will change internally, which is what I can control, is nothing. Uh, we are going to keep on our plotted course, um, doing what we have always done to the best of our ability. Um, you know, we've got new products that we're developing constantly and trying to bring on either in, um, you know, a new formulation in an existing form or a new form entirely, right? That is similar to an existing formula. Um, and so that's kind of our commitment because my concern is, um, you know, everybody kind of claws for the dollars and forgets who actually um, makes them available. And that is the consumer, right? And that is the medical patient. So I think that's ultimately what my concern is. And that's where we're going to remain focused for for our community, our business, right? And, my, and the employees of this, you know, business uh, is just to stay on the charted course, do what we do and not be not be affected internally by things we can't control externally. Does that I make think what will happen is that market will be heavily taxed because it's going to be a money producer for yeah. the state. Yeah. 
Um, and I think that's going to affect that a lot, just like anything else, right? Taxes yeah. on cigarettes, taxes on alcohol, taxes for this. But I do think that you have a specific place for somebody like me, who really isn't going to go on a recreational thing. It's just not me. Never have done that my whole life. Not going to really change that now. But for your product, I see that medicinal value for myself. That's good. And I think that there'll be a whole population that are more likely to turn to you than go the opposite direction. We're hoping so. Um, you know, um, I struggle because I come from humble means, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a poor kid from the city. So uh, to even be here, um, you know, just to even still be on this planet, um, despite, you know, my own personal, you know, struggles daily with things that I have to, you know, contend with. Um, I'm so grateful to, to be where I am and to have been afforded the opportunities that I have. And, um, you know, while my concerns lie with, you know, those that have more resources, have the ability to position themselves and, you know, uh, create, you know, barriers that are too tall to clear for people like me. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's my responsibility to clear those hurdles myself. And so that means I, I have to take all of that gratefulness and all of the, the opportunity that's in front of me and where I sit and who I serve and, and just try to do the best I can with what I have. And if, you know, I'm afforded the opportunity to migrate into that market as well, I most certainly will, you know, because um, that's a community that I'd like to serve and I'm a part of as well. Um, it's just, I think only time will tell. And it's most definitely going to be interesting to see, um, you know, what happens and more importantly, how it kind of feels, you know what I mean? How the air feels in Ohio, uh, you know, once November 7th comes to a, a close. So should be interesting for sure. Karen, now you know why I wanted him on. Absolutely. Because I love your philosophy. I love the way you look at life. It is so important to me for somebody to be grateful for every day. Oh. And I know that you do that. Yeah. And I know that you impart that to the people who come in, your customers, your community that you serve. And for me, that says mountains. Appreciate that. Which is why I wanted you to come on and talk about your stuff. Thanks. Besides the fact that you have a quality product and you go yeah. through all the hoops you need to do oh, yeah. so that you can speak, you know, confidently about the product you're putting out there. You have a mental piece uh, that goes with it. <clears throat> and oh, that's yeah. important. Really and important. you know, it's we do it. So I say this to like our people all the time. You know, money is harder. And so we have to work as hard as somebody else works to earn their money that they choose to spend with us. And I think, you know, we've all seen kind of a shift in our society. And I think that shift really comes from maybe an absence of altruism, right? And so um, at least this is these are my opinions. And so what I try to remind our people is, you know, you work really, really hard for, for your resources. Assume everybody works as hard, if not harder for theirs. And let's not try to make it a lopsided equation whereby we give it the littlest of effort to receive the most reward. In fact, we want to, 
we if if it were ever to be an imbalance, we want that to be kind of reversed, right? Where we have um, over exceeded expectations, you know, for a fair price. Because again, at the end of the day, we're all neighbors. I mean, we're all mm-hmm. these are just imaginary lines, you know. If if I'm on the if I'm driving with my family and we just crossed over into the border of Pennsylvania and we see somebody on the side of the road that has a flat tire. Am I not going to stop and help them change their flat tire because they're from Pennsylvania? You know, so it's just kind of this. Um, I don't know, I guess it's maybe a moral compass or a personal ethos, you know, and I, I try to surround myself with people that, quite frankly, you know, it's not always easy to maintain that, especially with how certain people behave and, you know, can mm-hmm. me at times. But, you know, I like to think that those are kind of, um, you know, the exceptions, not the rule. And so by trying to surround myself with people that believe in the things that I believe in, you know, not to echo what I have to say, but to affirm, you know, and to reestablish or strengthen my position um, is what I've learned. I need to be a better me, right, to be the best Ben I can be. Um, But then also, you know, how can you actually expect anybody to support somebody else other than themselves if you're not leading by example and doing that? speed of the leader is the speeder of the gang that's it so you know i just we need to do a better job and i think that's all of us regardless of what we do we need to do a better job of leading by example because even Mm -hmm. if our kids aren't watching which they most definitely are somebody's and they're taking what they see and they're doing real-time calculations and you know it's amazing what can happen when somebody sees somebody acting a way that they would not expect, right? right? In a positive way, in the effect that they can have throughout, you know, the rest of their day, maybe even their entire life. So I, you know, I, look, I'm just extremely thankful to be here on paper. I shouldn't even like have two feet, you know, on the ground. So um, yeah, I'm just, uh, even when it's really, really dark, you know, and for me that can happen sometimes too. Um, I try to just remember that, you know, that I'm thankful for another day and it's another opportunity to get up and do the best I can with what I have, even if I'm not feeling like I've got it in me today. So the message goes further than your products. I hope you realize that it is. I was thinking we have a new motivational speaker here. I mean, absolutely. You know, Uh, um, in the last couple of weeks with everything that's going on in the world, everything you just said, yeah applies to that that if we can be our best somebody's going to see that doesn't mean i'm better than you yeah i'm just at my best and i'm sharing Um, and the goal i mean this whole show started out with helping one person if somebody watches this and one person gets helped either by your words or your product we have accomplished our goal that's why we came to heart mojo which is heart energy and you certainly put your heart energy out there today i really appreciate that and before i forget to say it thank you so much for your service oh it was my pleasure to wake up every day and put on the uniform of this country for sure yeah Mm -hmm. so before we go i hate to go because i really like listening to you now i'm going to be at the store just to listen to you Tell everyone how they can reach out to you, how they can find you. 
website, phone number. Oh, address. sure. Um, yeah. So I think the best way is, you know, we're all used to Google by now. So uh, we do have a Google business profile. So if you simply Google Chagrin Valley Hemp Company, um, we should pop up. Uh, there's our contact information, specifically our address, our phone number. What I would say is the most important aspect of a Google business profile, and that's our reviews. Um, you know, I encourage everybody to read those. We've worked really hard to, um, you know, take care of our customers that take care of us. And then we think it's reflected in, in our reviews. Uh, but we do encourage everybody to read those so that they can get an idea of what other people have experienced to see if it's something that they'd like to experience as well. Uh, and then, of course, our website, chagrinvalleyhempcompany.com. You can order online for in-store pickup if you want to see some smiling, happy faces who are happy to see you. Uh, you can order for uh, delivery. We ship all around the country. It's it's actually extremely humbling, um, you know, how much shipping we do across this country. Uh, or you can come into our retail location, which, again, the address should be on our Google My Business profile. Uh, and we're located... We're in the Chagrin Valley, right? Uh, but we're actually physically located in Auburn Township off of Gotch Truck Parkway, which is off of Munn Road. And again, if you need to look that up, you should just be able to, uh, once you Google us and you select our address, it should pull up Google Maps and take you right here. So um, it's a little small area, so it's easy to drive yeah, by, which I did the is. first time. Yeah, and so we have a sign at the road, so keep an eye out for the sign at the road, and then we have a duplicate sign just in front of the building. We really do want to make, you know, I've worked really hard to make an environment that people feel comfortable to come to, um, because again, we're, we're dealing with that stigma, that negative stigma associated with the cannabis plant. And so we want people to feel like they're in a clean, comfortable environment, you know, not just in inside, but geographically, right? So. We're in a small industrial parkway. Uh, there's not a lot of heavy uh, consumer traffic, right? We probably produce the most consumer traffic, um, you know, on a daily basis. And so, uh, you know, we think we're in a beautiful area. So even if you want to come and take a drive with the Chagrin Valley and find yourself, you know, at our shop or somewhere near us, uh, there's a lot of really cool things going on in, and going on in Auburn Township now. Um, and so it's kind of cool to be a part of this. Um, like movement or growth within our community. It's a pretty drive too. Horses are out there. Oh yeah. Very yeah. Pretty. Weather's starting to change. Gray skies and a little bit of you rain. Have to look today, at the pretty but... leaves too when you go out that way. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, things are looking pretty beautiful out in the Chagrin Valley. So you guys are always welcome anytime to come and say hi. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ben, You're for welcome. being on today. This You're turned welcome. out to be more than I ever had thought it would be. So oh. Thank you so much for your words of wisdom oh i appreciate you guys having me on i have a great day and good continue day. good health all right thanks so much Bye. have a wonderful night bye-bye